0: to get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. The Opinion Line on courts 96FM. Wonderful program on TG Car. There's a great television channel that's just sitting there doing its own thing and we never really pay it much attention. We don't pay it enough attention, actually. It produces some wonderful stuff. It's got a a series at the moment called Slidde, which is about the surnames and the heritage of some surnames in Ireland. And the second episode is this Sunday at half past eight. And one of the features, it, a lot of people featured in it that night, to be featuring Limo O'Higgins, uh, our local historian and tour guide friend, Professor Paul McCotter from UCC, and uh, Dermot O'Driscoll. Historian and featuring Martin Duggan from Duggan's shoe repair shop on Shandon Street. Who we think he'll tell us, are you the only cobbler still practicing the trade on the north side of the city? Martin, good morning to you. Uh,
1: good morning, PJ. I am actually, yeah. Um, I'm the only one on the north side, the last in the Mohicans, so to speak. Um, but it was, uh, I suppose, or was so. Int- what uh, uh, it was? Noel Gallagher who was interviewing me about this, and you know, she is, as you know, um, Liam O'Maraqu's uh, daughter. That's right. Who he 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 hosted the, the show, Tomag um Tromac. years many, many years ago, and I'm showing my age because I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't show my age because I remember it as well. And um, he actually was born, I believe, just um, at the corner of uh, where Shannon Street and Bar- uh, Blarney Street meet, yeah. which is actually called Brogmaker's Hill. There's your hint straight away. Mm. And she was very interested in the amount of leather workers and craft workers that were in the Shandon area at the time was uh, incredible. You know, as again I said, with, with the Brogue Makers Hill and his, Limo Moracuz, I think he's his father, he's, his grandfather, I think his he's father was actually a shoe, either a shoemaker or a shoe repairer.
0: Is that just uh, there, she, now just uh, get my geography right here, Martin. Yeah. Is that as you walk yeah. up from the funeral home, heading up...
1: Uh, O'Connor's funeral home, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As you're going up the hill, there there was cobblestones there many years ago. Erwin's Chemist is on the left there yeah and just uh, just before you reach Erwin's Chemist there's a kind of a square there yes and that's uh, there's the, 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 kind of houses and there's little uh, steps going up yeah that's Brogmaker's Hill
0: I gotcha I gotcha
1: right he was born, uh, yeah. yeah. so he he was um, he was born there and um, so uh, I was just talking about I suppose it's just a juxtaposition of me being can he do anyone in the north side no but there was such a hive of activity and in industry from the the leather industry in the in, in Shandon area at the time. It was, yeah. it was incredible. You know, there was so, there was just so, so, so many. And, you know, again, you'd have like Cattle Market Avenue. There's your hint as well. Yeah. The cattle. And this, 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 by the way, like it w- was no accident. I remember I, w- I was listening to, um, uh, a, a talk by a historian local historian Sean, Sean Mulcahy and it was, it, it was organised at MacArthur House by um, Shandonary History Group and he gave a fascinating insight into it. it was actually the merchant princes from as Well who pushed this, who drove Shandon Street and got farmers to come from all over the country with their cattle and pay them, you know, a deposit for next year to come back next year. And so this is how the industry developed in the area. And you'd had, you know, you had a kind of thing called a shambles, which was kind of a slaughterhouse on yes, Pope's yes, Key. Yes, yes, yes. And, and you'd have had, I remember, again, <laughs> more enough to remember, guys and they used to be bringing the skins, the leather skins into the tannery, you know, and you'd <laughs> lovely see the blood flowing down in the <laughs> cobblestones as, as as they were dragging you across in the you, deep you know, sun. When, you,
0: when you think about it, Martin, and the things that you're telling me there even the last five minutes, the history of our city and great mm-hmm. trades like your trade, taught to you, I assume, taught to you by your dad uh, when That's he opened correct. his yeah. shop. Great trades, like they're they're gone. They're they're sadly dying
1: out. When did you
0: repair your first shoe or learn to repair your first shoe?
1: Yeah, many years ago. Um, I was fifteen, and um, I suppose I, sorry, I was thirteen. Really, um, I was to Just when uh, uh, during the summer, I. Uh, at seven, I I lived in Peacock Lane and then we moved at seven. Our first um, shop was um, where Shannon Flowers is now. We only rented that and then we moved uh, across the road and we bought the whole building so at, at seven I came from Peacock Lane down in, and it was you know it was a very funny house you know it was two houses joined together and I thought as a child it was great you know you're running up one stairs up the other stairs and mm-hmm. and all that and so um, I, you know you'd sit in the uh, you'd sit in the shop looking at your father repairing the shoes all the time and then at I suppose um, when I was about 13 during the summer holidays I worked for him and then the second summer holidays I worked for him again and then when I finished my intercert, I worked for him full time after that then. Was he a shoemaker or a shoe repairer? well he was a shoe he was a shoe repairer right now he'd tell you he couldn't make shoes and he'd often t- he would tell me as well there was a first demarcation between the difference you know there was a kind of um, a snobbery there that if you were a shoemaker you were a class above a shoe repairer Hmm. And then you could you couldn't know. I don't care if people call me a cobbler, but if you call him a cobbler, he'd get very insulted, because a cobbler was somebody who was around the corner with um, a 3 legged last who would rough or, uh, who would roughly repair shoes, because you know the word cobble is cobbled yeah, together, cobble together, would be yeah. rough, Cob- cobble So he, that 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 would be that. So he but he was but fun, funny enough, it was la- was year before last. That show, I was I was up in. Um, uh, Westport hmm. and there was a pub there called The Cobblers okay. so of course I had to go in for a pint and it was a Cobblers before but this guy who actually was a shoemaker in Dublin and all his stuff was staring at he was a shoemaker in Dublin but when he went to Westport the, the shoemaking was going downhill so he started to repair shoes but I was looking at the articles and he didn't like it you know, he felt it was a bit of a step down for him to go from a shoemaker to a right. shoe repairer. You know? yeah. So it was... Um,
0: it's it's a trade it's that, a, that, like most people, now I don't know, the last, I can distinctly remember the last pair of shoes I got repaired, Martin, was I had a pair of traditional Spanish sandals called a and the strap mm-hmm. broke on them. And I got someone right. to make me and put a strap on it for me, but there was a like, I can't, and that's years, That that's nearly 10 years ago now. We throw our shoes away now when they get a bit worn out. That must be bad for business.
1: It is, and I suppose that's why okay, I remember, I remember, like, when I was working for my father, and particularly, you know, you'd have a shelf, a lady shelf, you'd have a gent shelf, and then you'd have a boy shelf, and that was the kiddie, you know? That's because all the boys wore black shoes, and they might play soccer in them and they'd done this and they'd done that in them and they were But now quite a lot of them would wear runners and stuff. But I, I think the tiny the message I got across to people and, you know, even as I was say, I think I say, I say it on the show is that um, I view social. I think you have to change all the time, you know, and I view social media a lot, doing a lot of before and after photographs and letting people know that you can repair things that they think can't be repaired. Yeah. You know, uh, I do a lot of units now and stuff like that that people don't realize you can do. Yeah. and so we, we have to change and we're different from the cobblers before you know the cobblers before would have tacked stuff and the glues wouldn't have been as good and the presses they, they'd, they'd have had their own skills but we kind of changed on and developed because the shoes are different we have to work differently now Would, would you and, still, would you uh, still
0: sole and heel a shoe? Like the, a comfortable oh, shoe we'll and when the sole heel goes heel. like that's the end of the shoe plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: You? Oh, no, you you try, you'd repair, I'd rarely say no to anything, you know, You, you can do most things and I think that's the kind of the message you try to get across as well and look, I always say, people would ring me now or contact me and say, look, I have a pair of shoes here. Could you do them and oh, will I bring them into you? And I said, look, the worst thing I'm going to say to you is no. Yeah. You know, So that's, a, a but, but you, you you can do, you can do most things. And yeah. I think that's the message you get across. The type of casual shoes that people are wearing now, Yeah, most of them can be repaired. You know, mm. most of them can be Even repaired.
0: though they seem that they're, they're clearly like factory made and they came out of a machine, you can still repair <clears throat> them. Or,
1: oh, or you can still repair them. And like, People do pay a fair bit now for shoes. Again, I know you can get your very very cheap shoes. There was a time uh, during the eighties. I remember it was a horrible time, like for all cobbler's. And uh, I don't know. Do you remember the plastic shoes? I do. They were just completely plastic. They cut the
0: feet off. They They were horrible things. They
1: cut the they cut the feet off it, and you'd sweat like a pig. That's right, and they'd they'd crack, and you just we just had to say no, you can't do it, you can't stitch them before the sole would ever wear down. The heat, they'd crack, and you say no, and they were the equivalent of um, we'd say a pair of soles and heels. Me you know the average we stitch say thirty euros to to uh do your average pair of gen soles and heels, but they were buying those shoes we said for twenty five euros. That's right, that's
0: right, well, they, they were they, they, they they'd cut they cut the feet off, yeah, like you said, your they'd your feet
1: would be them. stinking. It would be stinking, and they, they, cut the feel off it. But it took a while. it It took a good five, six, seven years. And
0: they were a bit you like know, they were a a th- bit like and <laughs> They looked like a nice idea at the time, but but they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like exactly, there was also exactly. something, Martin, that people would they'd have shoes for everyday wear, shoes for work, shoes for going to the pub. But they'd have a pair of good shoes that only ever came out on a Sunday or if they were going to a wedding or going to a funeral. Do people still do that?
1: Well, they, well. Do, do you know something? Though? People are, and I, I'm... Um I'm speaking a lot to people about about this, right, about looking after your shoes. And before, now, of course, we would have had a lot of ex-army people before, you know, your mother and father, father your father would or would have been an ex-army and he'd have got out the biscuit tin and he'd have had his black shoes, brown shoes and his good mass shoes and Saturday night he would polish the tree of them and and again, like a good idea which they done at the time was they'd alternated their shoes, not to wear the same pair of shoes every day. Yeah. And because, you know, obviously perspiration give the shoe a chance to dry out, wear the shoe, so we say maybe the black shoes on a Monday, the brown shoes on a Tuesday, and then on a Sunday, you, you, you wear your good shoes. Another thing I say to people a lot as well, and, and people are looking after them more and they're polishing them now and they're waxing them a lot more. Another thing I'm saying to keep, be Careful about where you're storing shoes. I've actually bought this th- these things. You know, I think I got them online in watch stores. You no, know, they're like shoe boxes. They're plastic, but there's little holes in them. Yeah. And I don't put my shoes. I don't put my shoes into a wardrobe or anything because of the climate we have here. Shoes get damp.
0: Yeah.
1: Then they dry out. Then they get damp, and then they dry out. And. The lockdown and things like that they 'd leave shoes that the shoes could have been in the wardrobe for a year a year and a half, and then they take them out and they 're after disintegrating right so i would always, I would always advise people to, to leave to, to don 't put shoes in the wardrobe you know and a, again if, if they get wet if you go out and get wet, something people would do all the time before no they don 't stuff them with newspaper yeah you know and put them into a dry area and leave the that is very important because if they get wet. And the dampness stays inside. It rots. All the insoles are not only cardboard. They're not uh, leather. So the insoles would rot. So put some, put newspapers into them. Take the damp newspapers out. Put more newspapers in. When the newspapers are dry, get out your polish and polish them.
0: (laughs) For a pair of shoes that you're going, I remember reading one time, you should have the best coat, the best mattress, and the best pair of shoes that you can afford. How much would you spend on a good pair of shoes, Martin, would you think?
1: Well, it's all right. <laughs> Just it was actually um John Collins famously said um that always make sure that you buy a good pair of shoes and a good bed because if you're not in one you're in the other right? But, okay. Um, okay, you know, that's, that's so, a good twist. So, is, yeah, that, yeah.
0: And very um, in mind, She's she's ninety one and looking a million dollars.
1: So she, she 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 must know something. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But but you do yeah, um I find I, I like I'm getting a lot of very expensive shoes in those well. You know, people are buying the Louis Vuittons and stuff like that. We put the red sole on the Louis Vuitton shoes, you know. And um Come here people come but, here, shit. Uh,
0: Martin, do you ever, I get, know do you rocks, ever get anyone? Yeah, no, 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 no. Do you ever get yeah. anyone come in, right? With an ordinary pair of shoes and say, Would well, you ever throw a few red a couple of red soles on them so I can fool people? <laughs>
1: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> so, are, 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 are you noticed with guests uh, did you ever notice with guests that you're talking about watching the Late Late Show tonight did you ever notice sometimes when the guests are on the Late Late Show they're lifting their leg when they have the Louis Vuittons on to show that they have the right soles on? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I suppose to answer your question I would think probably 100 euro 200 euro right. uh, again people ask me what type of shoes to buy and I'd be saying look it's like you asking me what type of car to buy there's no point in me telling you to buy a sports car or a jeep. You know it depends on what you're going to do with the shoes. And this happens as well. People coming to me to say, "Oh, oh, oh, oh I paid two hundred euro for those shoes. Look at the condition of them. Look at it." And I said, "I know," but I said they're an Italian shoe. Yeah. I said, "You're not living in you're not living in Italy. You know you don't <laughs> wear them in the rain."
0: <laughs> I also saw you out with <laughs> the spuds the other morning. Like you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you should, So it, it's horses for courses. You know, if, if you're out working or you're out hill walking, you put on the, the boots. If you're going to a, you know, a party or a nice warm weather or you want nice comfortable shoes, wear your Italian shoes, but don't wear them in the rain. Yeah. Runners or no,
0: rubber dollies, as we used to call them when we were small boys, mm-hmm. they've taken off. Now, everybody wears them.
1: They do, but they don't wear. They, they they don't wear the actual, you know, the gym runner as such. And it, it's 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 amazing that th- that ever caught on to the extent that, um, you know, people were so like teenagers now, before, are so obsessed with hygiene. Yeah. But your feet, your feet are going to smell. Yeah. With uh, runners, your feet are going to smell. But they, they, they uh, I would consider now what people are wearing more are casual shoes. They're kind of a hybrid between a good shoe and a runner. Hmm not very, not very many people know where the actual runners all of the time like they used to before i i think there's a bit of a shift from that
0: yeah yeah you
1: know people are wearing Tra- more,
0: more a trainer more a kind of a runner type shoe like i wear them myself uh, you know exactly
1: a uh, kind not of a hybrid between the- shoe yeah 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 you kind of a hybrid that you'd have the the dress shoe for when you're invited to weddings or funerals or stuff not invited to a funeral but when you're going to a funeral yeah or then you'd have the the casual shoe that you you'd wear not not the runner and it's something that you don't sweat in yeah you know yeah. you you don't sweat in but it's it, it it's it's it, it's a casual comfortable shoe it's what people are doing and again the message uh, I try to get across and you know most of the cobbler's try to get across is they can be repaired by and large. Wow! Some yeah. people think they can't, you know, yeah. but they, yeah. that's the message I, I, I kind of try to get across, you know, as again, as I said, with kind of social media stuff, I post stuff and things like that, like show kind of a before and after, and yeah. people are saying, oh, I didn't realise you could repair well, them. Well,
0: you have to move with the times too, you know? don't you? You have to be a Exactly, you have to. Is there a young Duggan to whom the trade is being passed on, or are you the last of the breed? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is not There's well. There's a uh, there's a dog But he no. I I have two children. You know. So I my son Graham and my daughter Emily, and um, they never. Um, uh, they, they, he never really had an interest in it. He he and uh oh, you know as people say, ah oh, you, you you should have kind of encouraged him and I just look it's it's up to himself what he wanted to do. He's actually he has his own place now. He's a personal trainer, physical therapist out in Blarney, Underground Fitness. That's what he wanted to do. If He's you. very happy doing it. But my daughter <laughs> was more interested than he ever was. She used to love being in the shop, serving counter, answering the phone and um doing um uh, uh, doing, doing the till and stuff like that she, she used to love that but she's in college you now she's doing her PhD so um, mm-hmm. no I had actually the, when years ago when we were across the road there was my mother and father and I had two cousins Aaron and Maria and when they heard I'm on the radio today they said if you don't mention me mention us we'll never talk to you again <laughs> fair <laughs> so, enough so, fair so, enough. so, so they just come, so come up on the Saturdays you're, you're, talking, <laughs> the, you're talking about the,
0: the places around you there um, brogue Makers and all that but someone yeah, wants to know me. Knockers yeah. Alley where was that?
1: Oh jeez I don't know and people people come in and they ask me you know um you know they, they, they're, they're, from, they're Americans and they're they, they, they say look um, my father was born in Covent Lane or this lane and that lane and I I don't know now I know um professor Parrott remember uh, Doc, dr dr he done um, a kind of a thing in the library it's digital now that you can go on all the lanes and alleys that's right in yeah. the shandon area i i just tell him yeah. i tell him go go it's where i think <laughs> it it's where
0: they finished. used to get the, the it must be up somewhere near cattle market avenue because it's where the cattle were knocked out before they were slaughtered
1: i think Oh, right. <laughs> right. Um yeah, I, I don't I don't know that now to be. Harper's Lane they call honest. it these days. Harper's Lane. Is it Harper's Lane, yeah. yeah. I I don't I as I the i know not just do you know I, what
0: I, it I, is? I, do, do you know what it is, Martin? The area that you're in is such a beautiful area and it's steeped in such wonderful history. It's it's great to it chat is, with I, you. The programme is on T G Car Sunday night at um at half past 8 what is are you talking in it about the origin of Duggan or about the shop
1: yes, again I, uh, what, what, what I'm talking about is the fact as I just said because uh, I think that that um, you know, I think they're tracing the history of um, of people have names and their history. It's kind of a kind of a "Who do you think I am? Who do you think you are?" type yeah. of show, type thing. I think, and I think as I said now again, Noel Gallagher, who was the um, O'Mara, daughter just came to this area because that's where he was born, and the fact that his father was in was a shoemaker or a shoe repairer, yeah. that they. They, they, they found that, that, that I was the last one in the, the Shandon area in the, the north side and they just came in to chat about that and I, I, I suppose I was just trying to painting a picture of what life was like in Shandon Street during her father and her grandfather's time. You well, know?
0: We've had a lovely chat for the last 20 odd minutes Martin it? about it. It's a lovely, <laughs> lovely part of the world and continued success to you uh, at uh, Duggan's a shoe repair shop on Shannon Street. That's Martin Duggan. Thank you. And he'll be on, uh, it, it, like I said, TG Carr has little hidden gems uh, popping up all over the place. And Schlinne, Sunday at half past eight, features features Martin and indeed uh, Liam O'Higgins, great historian and another fine historian, Dermot O'Driscoll. Thank you, Martin Nurk. I suppose. Think it's the TG program. 96 FM.